Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is January the 21st, 2020. Strong hand, having hype. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin in motion. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Offended by selling. Unconfiscatable. Personal responsibility is new counterculture. Hello, my elite friends. Check out the archives at disruptmeister.com. Fridays this week in Bitcoin show, Gabriel from Venezuela was on, gave us insider information about the Venezuelan Petro. You know this is your home for Bitcoin insider information, of course. Uh, Follow me on Twitter, TechBall, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. And if you've got questions, I've got answers. We'll have some time for some questions and answers today. You can just type in Bitcoin Meister in the chat or send a super chat. Just that'll catch my eye. That's the only way it can catch my eye in, in uh, in the chat because I'm reading otherwise. But the color... Uh, makes me look over there. So if you got questions, do that. Strong hand 2024. All right. So let's talk about uh, 2020 here. I've mentioned this a few times. DeFi, it's going to be a trend. You're going to keep on hearing about it. Will it be as big as ICOs? I don't think in 2020, but maybe in 2021 it will be. Who knows? Eventually it could be. Are there going to be scams? Yeah, they're going to be scams. So (laughs) that's the nature of cryptocurrency, of the Bitcoin space, of the altcoin space, whatever. And again, DeFi is uh, centralized around uh, Ethereum. Ethereum is the main DeFi uh, platform. Now, I'm going to share with you a tweet from the DeFi world that has been very popular. And I've seen it retweeted a few times. So I thought I would talk about it because it, it does give us insight into the other side. Uh, It's important to know what's going on beyond Bitcoin because trendy things like DeFi are going to bring new money into the space and some of them will end up in Bitcoin, okay? So am I a DeFi guy? No, I'm not a DeFi guy. Do I think people should be buying Ethereum with their precious Bitcoin and then giving it away to some third party so they can get interest on it and they can be locked away. No, of course not. I don't, I don't believe in that. But there are going to be many outsiders that are tempted by something like this. Oh, I can buy this cryptocurrency and get interest and other benefits and they will hold it for me. Oh, it's kind of like the traditional banking, but it's decentralized finance, even though these are centralized organizations. Whatever. It's important to know what's going on. In the rest of cryptocurrency, though, because it does play a role in Bitcoin land. Some of them will come into Bitcoin. It will help Bitcoin in the long run. Now, there is a a source out there, DeFiPulse.com, and they actually tweeted this out, this popular tweet at their Twitter account by the same name, DeFiPulse. And and by the way, Ethereum, before I read you this popular tweet that people are retweeting, Ethereum is still – they're still printing it at a pretty uh, fast rate. It's still inflating, okay? So people might be locking up their Ethereum, but not at a 
a fast enough rate to beat the uh, the new Ethereum that's that's being produced out there. So here's a tweet. Some rough math for perspective. 90 days ago, 1 in 49 Ethereum were locked in DeFi. A month ago, 1 in 38 Ethereum were locked in DeFi. As of today, 1 in 35 Ethereum are locked in DeFi. Are you picking up on the pattern here? So yeah, uh, Ethereum is being used more and more and more for uh, this DeFi concept. <laughs> and it's something to keep an eye on. If, if they really start locking it away uh, at a rate that cancels out the new Ethereum that's being produced, well, then Ethereum should go up in price. Does that really matter to me? No, it doesn't. But keep an eye on it because if this does start working in favor of the Ethereum people, more and, pe more, and more people lock up their Ethereum, they get interest on their Ethereum in Ethereum, Ethereum goes up in price, it will call attention to the cryptocurrency space and bring all sorts of speculators in and bring all sorts of people trying to create DeFi products in, it will bleed into the Bitcoin side of things too. So keep, keep an eye on this type of thing. I'm not encouraging it all, but be a well-informed, well-rounded individual in the space. That's what I'm uh, providing here. So pound that like button, all you elite people out there, you strong hand people out there. Now, speaking of strong hand people and people and a person who probably wouldn't like me talking about DeFi very much because he is a hardcore Bitcoin uh, guy who loves privacy and uh, doesn't love the government. Max Hillebrand has this tweet out there. For detailed analysis on how many fresh Bitcoin are entering and leaving Wasabi wallet mixes, See No Para 73 research repository on CoinJoin efficiency. So I linked to that tweet, and at that tweet, he links to uh, the 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 information that uh, the Wasabi mix information that No Para has uh, compiled. Now, when you click on No Para's link, you got to scroll down to get to the graphs and the interesting information. And yes. More and more coins are being sent to Wasabi. There was a big spike, I think in September of 2019. Uh, was someone really like trying to clean up their Bitcoin? I, I don't know what that was about. That might have been uh, a, a few uh, a few people trying to maybe it was it was involved people involved in hacks. I, I have no idea, but it is interesting information. More and more people are uh, are using this, and he's got the info, and it goes into a little bit more depth than that, obviously. So check that out for all you privacy, for you Wasabi, CoinJoin, Freakazoids out there. Now, I, I, I got a lot of good feedback on yesterday's show. Thanks a lot, people. It's, it's linked to below, obviously. It, it, uh, it, it really uh, meaningful feedback I got, so thank you. And Jim of BitPiggies actually – Sort of in response, I think uh, it, it really is a good. Uh, it's paired well with my with my show from yesterday. He has an article that he just wrote today. There are no heroes. Don't slay your soldiers. And he talks about you know the, uh, there's a lot of uh, as far as trade offs. The only thing that is trustless is the base chain. Okay. 
So there are going to be all sorts of people in the space that uh, talk about Bitcoin-related products that involve trust. And, there, and there's obviously trade-offs with their trust. And just because people are involved in uh, businesses and endeavors that involve third-party trusts uh, doesn't mean they're not pure anymore and you should uh, want to destroy them. <laughs> that there are a lot of people uh, working for good in this space. So uh, be careful who you mob on and, and pile on. And you know, before you attack certain projects out there, and call them the worst names possible, you know, tr tr actually understand what they are. And they might not be something that you like. They might not be something that you participate in because you're just a strong hand holder and all you do is hold Bitcoin. But there are going to pe be people that these products help. So anyway, Jim's article, I got to say, is really straightforward to the point and it's not long. It's something you can read and everyone can understand. I really, I really enjoyed it. All right, so... Central banks team up to study case for digital currencies. Now, I got this from Bloomberg, and I, I noticed that it was also in Coindesk, but I got it from Bloomberg, okay? And to me, uh, a lot more people read Bloomberg than Coindesk, so a lot of the normies out there are reading about, ooh, central banks are interested in their own digital, digital currencies now? Some of the major world... World's um, Some of the world's major central banks are teaming up to assess potentially developing their own digital currencies. Well, surprise, surprise. Acknowledging their role is being challenged by new technologies and private sector init initiatives such as Facebook, Inc.'s Libra. All right. So they do not want to be left behind, these uh, central banks. It's pretty obvious now. They want to do their own Fed coins. They don't want Libra to come up with their own coin before they before the Fed coins come up with their own. They don't want Libra to get a head start on them. And so they don't like Libra. They're they're worried about Libra. Okay. And I think that's a good thing. So I, I hope Libra, I hope Libra makes it. I really do. But th that's not what this article is about. Um, but it did touch on that. A group has been formed in order to share experiences as they assess the potential cases for central bank currencies in their home jurisdictions, according to a joint statement on Tuesday. The body will be made up of the Bank of England, Bank of Canada, the Bank of Japan, uh, the Bank, the Risk Bank, and the Swiss National Bank, along with the Bank of Inter International Settlements. And yes, that did not include the Fed or the Chinese bank, okay? But whatever the Chinese central bank is. So clearly all those banks that I just uh, mentioned of incredibly wealthy and powerful countries are interested in their own Fed coins. And maybe they all want to work together huh, with the Bank of International Settlements. So they all can be transferred back and forth and uh, it, it will happen eventually. Okay, pretty probably sooner than later, it looks like. I mean, already we're, the Chinese say they're going to do it, but the Chinese aren't part of that group. One of those more, more free countries like Canada, or Japan is going to do this thing, okay? And they'll beat Libra to the punch. One of them will beat Libra to the punch.
bunch at least, if not all of them, because they can all stifle Libra in their own ways. It will happen. Fed coins are the 80% of future because uh, the people living in these countries, it'll be easy. Oh, it's so easy to spend now with my Fed, my Fed uh, cryptocurrency and they're giving me interest on it. Who knows what they'll come up with? But they're talking about it now and Bloomberg is informing everyone. Bloomberg is, is writing about something like this because it'll wake a few more people up to Bitcoin. Now, on that same uh, line of thinking, here's a tweet about uh, the World Economic Forum. What's going on over there? Is that where that girl Greta is at? I, I don't even know. But uh, here it says, the token economy panel at the World Economic Forum with uh, these three people has six people in the audience, which shows central bank currencies are hot, but tokenization is still quite fringe. So it, it doesn't seem like people at the World Economic Forum are interested in uh, putting everything on the blockchain anymore. That trend has passed, uh, not surprisingly. I mean, can you blame them? Can, can you blame them? You, you governments, at least, why would they want to put everything on the blockchain? How are they going to make money off that? It's <laughs> And when they really can't even do that, why not just uh, make their own centralized cryptocurrency? They could do well with that. I don't, I, you know, I, I don't blame them. So, and again, it's not trendy anymore to talk about tokenization for the common person either. They're into DeFi now. <laughs> so uh, if you were one of those uh, tokenized the world people, looks like that trend has come and gone, but Everything is cyclical. It'll be back. But uh, three people were in the audience or six people at the audience at the World Economic Forum. That, that, that's the level of interest among those mainstreamer uh, government types over there who uh, love uh, central planners to plan every aspect of everyone's life and the ones that everybody makes conspiracies about. The people at the World Economic Forum control the world. No, they don't. You control yourself, Okay. They might set uh, certain policies in certain countries. They advise countries might follow what some of the trends that are there, but you don't have to follow. I mean, you should know what's going on there, so you know what the eighty percenters are going to have uh, are going to fall into. This will it will be the mainstream culture. Okay, you're part of the counterculture. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. All right, so uh, they're not into uh, tokenization. That doesn't mean you should be in it. They're not in the Bitcoin. You should be into that. Pound it. All right. Jack Dorsey's in the Bitcoin, isn't he? He's got some uh, square information out there. And I linked to the Medium post about this. That's how I found out about it. But again, Coindesk wrote about it also. I'm just trying to say I don't get my topics from Coindesk, but I do notice that, wait a second, the topic I'm going to discuss is on Coindesk. Yeah, sometimes there's some overlap. Uh, and this is very interesting. What we're building, Lightning Development Kit. And you can read all about it at the uh, Square Cryptos uh, blog. Here's just some of, and, and again, Jack Dorsey, a very important person on the tech scene that he loves Bitcoin and Lightning Network is, is great. It's great. Uh, one individual does not make Bitcoin, but uh, when prominent individuals talk about it, I'm not complaining. And when they're, when they're producing in the space, and he's... He has been a creator of, of, of a great product, Twitter. So I'm looking forward to what he can do, what his people can do with Lightning Network. Okay. 
Here's just some of what Lightning Development Kit will simplify. And this first one I like a lot. Adding Lightning capabilities to existing separate wallet just for Lightning. That alone, if they can do that, and that's a big wish there, that, that's a big product project, that, that would be awesome. Okay, the other things, supporting multi-device, multi-application access to a single wallet, allocate allowing wallets to make uh, user experience, security, privacy, trade-offs such as external transactions, signing, and customizing uh, their state back up to a cloud service. I don't know about that one. All right, today's Lightning infrastructure is incomplete without features like these. Even though that makes LDK a big project, that's also what makes it right for Square Crypto. So they're admitting they're taking on a big, uh, they have some big goals, all right? Uh, but I, I, I got to say, uh, adding lightning, lightning capabilities to existing Bitcoin wallets, no need to create a separate wallet just for Lightning. Uh, yeah, I need that. <laughs> okay, I, I I I don't feel like creating like a separate Lightning wallet. So that 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 one would be awesome. Good luck, dudes. Good luck. Okay, finally, and I could have let off with this one, but this is in my title. But I saved the a, a good one for last. A good happy uh, Bitcoin FOMO tweet for last year. So pound that like button right now. Mizir Mahmudov. Mahmudov says, familiarity breeds investment. Bitcoin awareness in the U.S. grew from 77% in the fall of 2017 to 89% in the spring of 2019. I question those numbers, by the way. I don't, I don't think they're that high. I don't think 89% of all Americans in the spring of 2019 have heard of Bitcoin. I, I, don't, I, just, I think that seems, seems too high. But I increased. Uh, but in, in, with, in two years, it's since the fall of 2017, since, since we had the, the, the big uh, upswing in fiat price, more people do know about it now. Uh, and he says the increase happened despite the bear market that we're in, okay? And I agree with that. The more familiar people are, the harder the FOMO will kick in, okay? And I agree with that too. Wait until they start hearing about Bitcoin reaching new all-time highs this bull run. I agree. So since more people know about it, uh, more people will be aware uh, and it'll click in their head when they start to hear good stories about the halving or about uh, if there's you know, if there's a new all-time high, they will pile in and have FOMO then. Now, again, smart people should be getting in now before all this happens. If they know about it, they should be researching it. But most people aren't like that. Most people just follow trends. Most people just get excited when things are going up. They take easy, the easy way, uh, the, the non-thinking way. They will be the fuel of the FOMO, okay? And let them be the fuel of the FOMO. Let them pump it up. And uh, maybe it, they'll, they'll buy at all-time highs and then it'll go down. Okay, then they will learn their lesson. They'll still have Bitcoin. They will have Bitcoin and they will take more Bitcoin off the market, which is good for us holders. All right. I am Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister. The this And again, what that, that tweet right there should just get you excited about the future. Right now, you already know more people know about it than ever before. And you know the way human psychology works, that the way people buy into this only when things are going good. So you know when things are going to be going 
the FOMO will be much more intense than last time. So that will be fun. All right. I am Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the links below. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. Thanks a lot, guys. I will say hi to you in the chat right now. Remember, conviction. You get a new show here every single day. See ya.